welcome to another episode of the Ready Play Podcast, a podcast where we talk about video games, movies, TV, love. <laughs> I'm your host, Greg Martin. My usual host, Nathaniel, co-host Nathaniel, is not here, presumably doing something better than this. He's dead. Uh, Weddings. So we're going to do a little mini-sode here with friends of the show, Kyle and Pat. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, what's up? How was work, Pat? It's terrible. I need a new fucking job. <laughs> Kyle? I didn't go to work today. How was camping? It was excellent. Well, were you camping? You were really camping. I was camping on a farm. I was camping. I was in a hammock. Is it camping I if was... you go to a friend's house and just sleep in their yard? Yeah. I mean, they have eight acres. It's uh, I was in a sleeping bag. It was camping. How far away from you were the from the house were you? <sighs> <laughs> Were you 100, was, 150 feet, maybe? Were you was legally forced to be? <laughs> no, no, they invite me yards. inside, but I, we, uh, they have a little campsite in back with a fire pit in the trees, and I, uh, I like it back there. Staring at people in the house with the lights on, and you're just outside freezing? No, nah, stare at the horses, they're nice. It wasn't cold last night, it was nice out. Alright, uh, we usually start out the show with a little bit of news, um, I'm not gonna rack your guys' brains too hard, um... Something new is Terminator 6 started filming. Jesus. Arnold just started shooting the scenes. <laughs> uh, did you guys know that Arnold was offered a role in the new Predator movie, but he turned it down because wow. it wasn't significant enough for him? I believe it. What do you guys feel about Terminator 6? Did you see the last one? Did you see... Uh, which one was the last one now? Genesis with uh, the chick from Game of Thrones. What's her name? I must not have seen that one then. I remember the one with Christian Bale. That was good. Yeah. I, like I remember the one too. with John Connor as the bad guy in the end. That one wasn't so good. That was Genesis. That was Genesis? Okay. Yeah, I have seen it. Okay. Yeah. You I did not, didn't care for that one. Uh-uh. Amelia Clark. That's my name. Pat? What's the last Terminator movie you saw? Last Terminator movie I saw was. Christian Bale one? Terminator 2. <laughs> Which is pretty recent, I think. There's been four since three. Yeah. Uh, has there? I mean, really, has there been Terminator movies since then? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't think so. Cool. Um, is Arnold still a prominent actor? I don't mind Arnold. He's a prominent activist. He, he has is. many little short snippets on YouTube, right? Uh, railing against the Trump administration. Or various other... Trump he, is a joke. Yeah. He's, he's an immigrant. You know, right. He's biased. Yeah, right. deport him. Right. <laughs> Send him back to Austria. <laughs> Get a job. Right. Um, uh, video game news. Have you guys heard about the Resident Evil 2 remake? No, I haven't. I'm ex- Wow, that sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm into it. Like Resident I thought Evil the games. last Resident Evil was good. Bio... I, don't, I can't remember the name of it. Biohazard? Yeah, something like that. Well, isn't that the Japanese name for it? Biohazard? Right. I think it's just Resident Evil. Is it 7? Right. Uh, anyway. Resident Evil. It was scary. I remember you and I were sitting on my couch while I was playing <laughs> yeah, it. That game was horrifying. Yeah, and we had the lights off. <laughs> Greg and I usually sit with the lights <laughs> off in the living room. But... Uh, yeah, it was it was scary and it was good. I think the the targets that you shoot at could have been cooler though. There were, there weren't any real zombies in it, which what? was disappointing. Other than that, it was it was good. Was that the one where you could do VR? 
Was yeah, because yeah, I remember Nathaniel was talking about that. He's like, man, I was going like into this basement. Yeah, and it was dark and oh. it was like super creepy, and I was like nervous. I was nervous to go into this, this fake basement. I'm like, man, that's pretty. Yeah, it was good. Resident Evil Six was just trash. It was unplayable. And there's that spinoff. The other first person was that RE6. I don't know. The with the squad based one. It sounds bad. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't matter. We don't really know a lot of things here. <laughs> we just uh, talk on the internet. I do know. When I was growing up, I had Resident Evil Code Veronica for Dreamcast. Right. And that one was, I think, I want to say it was a really good game. I can't, maybe it wasn't and I was just young and stupid, but I really enjoyed that game. I remember that. Yeah, you were pretty fucking stupid back then. I was. (laughs) Still am now. (laughs) What about the movies? Uh, I didn't see the last one. I didn't finish them. Yeah. First one was good, right? Like, you know, as far as video game adaptations to film, they're not traditionally like you know, right? Service they're not all as good as Doom, right? But uh, you know, there's some bad ones. They're Tomb Raider, <laughs> meh. they're all uh, bad. You know, they're not. They're consistently not good. So right. that one, that one was, uh, was alright. Well, that might change with a whole Metal Gear Solid movie. Mm. Is oh. that coming for real? Is so, that yeah. The guy who directed Kong Skull Island is doing it. Oh. Hideo Kojima wrote the screenplay. Hideo Kojima. Hideo Hideo. Silence Hideo your Hideo. phone. Sorry, this sorry. This is a professional sorry, podcast. Sorry, sorry. All right, uh, we'll just move right into the topic. We're, for some reason, decided to talk about Steven Seagal. I said I would do this if I got to talk about Steven Seagal for a while. Who is he? How is he? More importantly, why is he... <laughs> And how much does he currently weigh? <laughs> he's he's been packing it out, that's for sure. He's tripped oh, in. He's accumulating mass uh, very so, well. So Steven Seagal, um, he practices Aikido. He's a seventh-down sort of like belt. Strange Japanese buffet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like he does. <laughs> Aikido loosely translates into yeah. all-you-can-eat Very buffet. large very large man buffet. Uh, no, Aikido is supposed to be uh, the redirecting of momentum and joint locking. But the okay. whole premise is uh, caring about the well-being of your attacker. Which what? Yeah, that's what that's what the the martial arts nah, Aikido now is supposed I'm, to be. Yeah, that's like the liberal snowflake <laughs> version of martial arts. Uh, well, who cares about their attacker? Like, oh, are you okay? Would you like a Steven Seagal does? I mean, he, he's notorious for letting people go in those movies. Yeah. Which he's not. He kills everybody. He, everyone dies. <laughs> everyone dies. Um, so his first movie, 1988, Above the Law. I don't know if I've seen this. I've seen it. Have you? Oh, yeah. Is it good? <sighs> There's a scene where he runs in it, and that makes it worth watching. Because right. he runs with his <laughs> wrist just flailing wildly. <laughs> we watched that clip yeah, of yeah, yeah. Steven Seagal running like a girl. Not that... Girls run any differently than men. Oh, they do. But Steven Seagal, that clip just showed him running in all his movies, and he he has poor form. I always get that one confused with the other one that, personally, hard to kill is fantastic because he goes into a coma when his wife is shot, and he's like got a beard down to his chest, and all these nurses in the hospital are like clamoring over this eco- guy in a coma. Like, please wake up someday. I want to ride this guy. Please wake up, beard face. Like, yeah, he's such a looker he was, in a coma. He was yeah. a sex symbol. 
of the early 90s, for sure. And there was that dashing uh, escape by bed, like bed with wheels, like EMT bed, and he like shoved himself out the hospital <laughs> when they were coming for him. And it was what? Just, yeah. He's like pushing himself with the mop against like into the elevator and hitting like the buttons to like, go down to the lobby floor and Ugh. all from his bed because he's been in coma for eight years or some some shit. That was the one that was on Deadly Ground. No, that one is the one with Michael Caine. Right, Michael Caine of Billy Bob Thornton. And he's like eco activist, yeah, that, warrior. Yeah. Like he's gonna fight the pollution. That movie ends with a five minute speech about <laughs> gasoline engines and. Uh, the, the stranglehold oil companies have on the earth. That one had Dr. Cox from Scrubs as, like, the enforcer. Really? And the, the Dr. Cox is, like, the guy who'd go into town and, like, fuck up all the old people and, like, get him to go along with the plan. And it's, yeah, Dr. Cox not in his doctor coat. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I can't believe Michael Cade and Billy Bethlehem are in that movie. Michael Cade really dropped. From my respect for him. <laughs> You, you nailed that. <laughs> Michael Kite. Um Classically trained actor Michael His Kite. critical success movie was definitely Under Siege. Uh, is that because of Sans Ponytail? I think that's the only movie he didn't have a ponytail in. Also, Tommy oh, Lee really? Jones was in that. And he had that don't forget his leather jacket. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey shows off some crazy in that movie. Um, I mean, it's his highest rated film. It's got a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. But it was also 1992. Uh, right before that came out, he was on SNL, and David Spade said he was the worst host ever to be on SNL. <laughs> David Spade, give me a scathing review. Right. Um, apparently, he refused to do the sketch of Hans and Franz. You remember the yeah. bodybuilders? Mm-hmm. Uh, because in the sketch, they said that they could like kick his ass or something. So that uh, <sighs> his ego didn't like it or what? Right. He, he wasn't asked to come back. Mm. And then I, I guess, have a feeling Steven Seagal is an ass to go back to a lot of places. Yeah. Mainly buffets. Especially that buffet. <laughs> um, yeah, then I, the year after that, I think Nicolas Cage was on, and he did a monologue with Laura Michaels and said something like he was worried that he was just going to be made fun of, that he was, everybody was going to think that he was the worst host on the show. And then Laura Michaels... Uh, cut him off and said, no, that'd be Steven Seagal on air. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, um, there's executive decision. You guys remember that one? Yeah. Where he yeah. was, uh, he flies on there for 45 minutes. He, that's like the only film where he dies. Supposedly he flies right. out of a plane, like two miles in the air, but I don't see him die. So I'm going to believe that he yeah. landed <laughs> softly in a marsh or something He's like still a, alive. So yeah. Yeah. some sort of leather wing suit. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Used to land safely at a buffet. <laughs> now, the one that we just watched a couple nights ago, uh, where it was him versus Jamaica, what's that one called? That was Mark for <laughs> Mark for Death. Death. Yeah. Where he fights all of the Jamaican Jamaica. twins. Uh, Screwface? Yeah. Screwface, man. <laughs> that movie was start to finish oh. a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, it was great. He had that freaking sweet Mustang, though. That yeah, ass back. Yeah. At 91. That was when after, maybe before, Fire Down Below, where he's obsessed with fixing that woman's porch. Right. He's just like, will not leave this poor woman alone. He just wants to fix her porch at like two in the morning. And I have written down here, Fire Down Below question mark. (laughs) Like, is it a sexually transmitted (laughs) hepatitis disease? Like, he picked up something. 
he went through this phase where he was just Captain Planet, and in every movie, he was just this eco-fucking... Warrior. Yeah, right. preachy. <laughs> Got real preachy. Oh, yeah. Uh, fire Down Below, I think that's the one where he beats up all those cops in the town. Yeah, he's... they're, like, trying to pollute... That was with Chris Christopherson as right. the bad guy. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, I just gotta dump all these barrels of goo in nature, and right. Steven Chagall kept stopping me from doing it, like... Was that happening a lot in the 90s? Do you guys remember? I mean, why... There was, you know, obviously Captain Planet. Glowing goo getting dumped in our... That was like the major thing. I mean, so many TV shows and cartoons were based off of the uh, environment. That really wasn't uh, an issue in the 90s. I don't think that in the 70s is when it was the worst. When I mean, you could, like, stick a lighter to anything in the Great Lakes and it would practically start on fire. Because they started the Clean Water Act in the 70s. That's when it was the worst. In the 90s, and then they brought Steven Seagal in to clean yeah. up the Great Lakes. Well, the, all the oil in his hair probably <laughs> leaked into the freaking fresh water. Right. So he's only had one movie since 2001 that hasn't gone straight to video, and that was Machete. He was in that? Yeah, he was a bad guy. I think that's the only movie where he uh, agreed to play the bad guy. I haven't seen the shit yet. Which also, he, uh, Jackie Chan asked him to be the bad guy in Rush Hour 3, but he turned it down because he didn't want to be portrayed as a bad guy. Hmm. No, he's just think a, he was afraid of Jackie Chan. You think he would right. take that role because he would have probably made actual money in that yeah. movie. Right. Like, why wouldn't he want to get back in the spotlight? Because he's made, I think, 20 films <laughs> since 2001. All directed video. Um, He's found his niche. Yeah, I. Which he made seven in 2016 alone. Seven movies. I feel like we need to. It's like he's like a musician, you know. You gotta, you gotta see the full discography. I think we need to have a weekend of Steven Seagal screenings. I really enjoyed the period before it got so bad. We're like. I'm going to name off some good ones here. Exit Wounds with DMX. DMX, yep. Glimmer Man with, with Marlon Wayans. Yep. And then Half Past Dead with Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Where you could tell it was they were slipping. They still had a little bit of a budget. But they were still entertaining. And like you could tell that with every fight scene that Steven Seagal was all of a sudden 70 pounds lighter and could move around a lot better. And you know clearly had a stunt double in every scene. But <laughs> before it got to like the most recent <laughs> one I watched on Netflix, Sniper Special Ops. Right. Terrible. Just like one star. We, we watched it. I think we yeah. watched it. And it wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't even a funny. Movie. It wasn't even entertaining. Yeah. It was just so bad. It was a waste of time. So He's, What did he do in that? He just sat. He just sat. There was asked. two. A total of two tables that he sat at. <laughs> One was like yeah. his in the realm of war table where he was a sniper and yeah. he was he was trying to protect someone. And then the other one was just like at base. Some yeah, he, he moved to a different table and talked to a guy yeah. that got shot, and that was the <laughs> whole just, movie. He Ugh. looked like a I, I don't know. How do you describe that? He I mean, good for him. He's getting Paid roles to do absolutely nothing just and just show up chair. and just sit there. But I mean, yeah, like I said, I gotta go back ten years because some of these new ones are so bad. Uh, this is true. I had all of his DVDs on up to a certain point. I'd just see him in like pawn shops for a dollar, and I'd buy like Under Siege Two. I'd buy you know <laughs> the Glimmer Man. I'd buy you know, and then I remember I was I broke up with 
ex-girlfriend Katie and oh boy one of her I can edit that out if you don't want her name otherwise of, we could just leave it whatever I don't care <laughs> I mean I, well, I don't know what's in this one's at you <laughs> Katie it was yeah, Katie so, Seagull so Seagull's daughter. she had a friend that came over with her boyfriend and her boyfriend saw this stack of Steven Seagal and his eyes just lit up and he's just like oh my god you have all the Steven Seagal DVDs I'm like yeah man you know what you want them just take them so he took him that day because I was I was moving. I was like I just want to get rid of all this stuff, and he took like fourteen Steven Seagal DVDs off my hands for me, and I do kind of regret that. Well, I I mean you had a, a collection, started. <sighs> man. Ah, uh, you said something about his music career, which is what? interesting. He 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 uh, gets out the six string on Fire Down Below. You see him actually play his guitar. He's actually has two albums released. Uh, one of them where he worked with Stevie Wonder, which right. I guess it's pretty good. Stevie Wonder's blind, so he didn't know <laughs> what he was doing. <laughs> he yeah, never he hasn't seen the movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's my thoughts on it exactly. Would you go see Steven Seagal like if he was playing at Waterfest? Absolutely, right. No doubt about I it. I probably would have to. I mean, right. Of course he would. He'd I, get on stage, he'd Aikido. No, he's not Aikidoing yeah. anything these days. He's, yeah. He'd chop a submarine sandwich in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, also, what was that movie we just talked about where they like, sticks, get them. Was they that sticks? Out for Justice or some kind of doesn't justice matter. film? Most of his fighting, I feel like, is slap-based. Like, there's a lot of preamble, and then there's a fight oh. where... It's just flailing of arms. A lot of hands waving. Lots of hands. There's a lot of whirring of arms. Um, Do you guys want to go through a list of his movies? Yep. And give it a rating scale? Yeah, I do. We could, uh, I mean... I can tell you my personal favorites. I don't know if we need to rate everyone, but... I don't know... Has he been in any rom-coms or, like... No, that's what... Serious, dramatic roles? That's what I appreciate about his, like... Candor? His movies are... They're all the prototype. He's either ex-CIA, ex-FBI, he was a mercenary, and now it's, that life's behind him now. He's, right. he's moved on. Right. And now he's getting dragged back in by something. And, like, that's he's the hero. He never dies. It's almost like a Hallmark movie where you know the girl's going to get with the guy for time for Christmas, and they're right. going to get a dog that's happy. And, like, you know, watching a Steven Seagal movie, like, he's not going to get off halfway through it, and the movie's going to go on without him. No. Except for mm-hmm. Under Siege. Or executive. That's decision. that's the outlier. Right. That's the right. That's the one. Um, wardrobe. Before we get into all of his movies, <laughs> why is he always dressed the same? That's his. I want to say what's what is it like? Fire down below, where he's in like that suede leather, oh, like yeah. kind of the danglies, like right. the motorcycle. He's got the tassels. Like, the tassels, yeah, and these little turquoise rocks in there. Like. That turquoise, that that whole. Multicolor jacket he wears is just amazing in that movie. I said maybe it's, it's not that one, but like he sticks up for like the Native Americans and like the Nate. He's it's just fighting for the, the little man. He's always right. fighting for them, you know? right? Whispering for him. Yeah. I can never understand what he's saying. It's always hey, man, yeah, turn the TV. Yeah. To bed. You turn up the TV. I can't afford you any cattle at this farm. I'm looking to get about thirty pairs of leather boots and pants <laughs> and vests, a polo tie. Oh, <laughs> uh, that guy has worn more dead cows than I don't know. 
Oh, jeez. He made so many movies in 2017, too. Uh, Absolution. Never saw it. Cartels. Never saw it. China Salesman. That's a movie where someone, he fights uh, Mike Tyson. Someone's got to be buying up these movies. Like, do you think he has a lot of street cred in, like, Russia still? Or I think, like, I think I it's think probably in a Russian like, market yeah. that's yeah, yeah. predominantly Or somewhere like South so America. I think that's something we should talk about. Yeah, I mean, his I was, connection to Putin, his his Russian ties. If you want to get into, I it. think Robert Mueller should investigate this. Mueller, 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 <laughs> Mueller. I just said Mueller because I was talking about leather for so long. Uh, Robert Mueller's actually a cow. Maybe there's collusion between Steven Seagal and Putin. There's definite collusion. <laughs> He's always looking at people through his uh, yellow tinted glasses that he wears in that's, everything that's now. That's true. I mean, looking at the cover art of the past five movies, he's wearing the same glasses in every single movie. Like, part of me says, like, yo, good for him. He's like, you know, Guy Fieri or something where he's just like, he shows up, he shows his face, he makes money. Like, how did you do that in the first place? Great job, but like, you know, make your money, but... Well, apparently he's just sitting in chairs now. Oh. That was so bad. That movie was just unwatchable. Just a waste of time for everyone involved. That was pure trash. Uh, he's got his old line of therapeutic oil. What kind of oil? Therapeutic. It's in like bedroom. essential oil or is it like a... Uh... Steven Seagal therapeutic oil. It's just called Gall. Steven Seagal speaks English and Japanese. Okay. All right. Well, Google wanted me to know that. Does he speak Japanese? I, I, I don't know. I've never heard him speak Japanese. Before. I mean, not like... Buffet. Yeah, we're not going to correct his Japanese when we're watching the subtitled... Uh, what's the one I saw? Into the Sun, where he's like fighting the Yakuza. Like, what if Steven Seagal finds out that we're doing this podcast and he hunts us down? And, like, you know, I think He'll that... just deny that we exist. I think that I... I'm not going to say that Like, I want to beat up... like What is he, like 55... Uh, I think he was born in, like, 56. I mean, this is America. You just shoot him. I mean, no, I mean, like, you're telling me I couldn't punch this fat guy that can't move? Like, I'm not saying I could take Steven Seagal because he'd probably just grab your pinky and, like, you know, break it three times and so, break my wrist or something and walk. You know, he's concerned about my well-being, Aikido. Yeah. He's concerned <laughs> about me, so he doesn't want to hurt me too bad. But, like, he'd be 62. He was born in 56. Yeah, okay. I just, up a so I just don't. I don't think he's too spry on his feet these days. He's getting social security checks pretty soon. I think. So I mean, am I going to live in fear that Steven Seagal is going to hunt me down for saying bad things about him? What I, I don't think so. I hope he does. Uh, this is a message for Steven Seagal. Pat's calling him. I think. Calling. I think you're a pussy. And I think Jean Claude Van Damme would have kicked your ass. Oh, he did, he's got that's a record. A, that's a source. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a source yeah. subject. Yeah, yeah. So since uh, what's that guy's TV show? Arsenio. Arsenio Hall when he just bad mouth. JCVD. Yeah, I mean, Jean Claude would have kicked your ass. I just you know even if they say he's a glorified like ballet dancer, who. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No way. But, like, he's, you know, a pretty ripped dude that can kick, like, nine feet in the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't want to... He's clearly faster. Well, yeah. A lot, I mean, I got nothing out of his oil. A lot of populations faster than Steven Seagal these days. <laughs> Let's just assume Steven Seagal's oil is some kind of therapeutic hair oil that 
He's right, he's also got an energy drink line called Lightning Bolt. Apparently what? you can buy at Walmart. Huh. <laughs> so, you guys want to go get some? Yeah, yeah. after this, you betcha. <laughs> Let's turn this podcast Di- up. Diabetes bolt. bolt. Just get jacked up. The Razzies. You guys know what the Razzies are? Nope. No. It's uh, just an award for, like, worst film of the year, worst actor of the <laughs> okay, year, yes. worst director of the year. <laughs> this is um, great. He's been nominated. 11 times, and... He must have won. Won once for On Deadly Ground. So apparently On Deadly Ground, huh? There's which worse one? movies than which that. Which one is that one? He plays Forrest Taft. Michael Caine's in it. Again? He, how many Michael yeah, Caine's... Jesus. Yeah, so that's, that's the one... Stevens that's the eco-warrior one where he, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we already he, talked about yeah. this. Yeah, so, yeah. like, he stands up for, like, the Native American dude in the bar... Right. ...and kicks the shit out of the guy that was in Dumb and Dumber... He's playing this slap pad he had in the game where he's like, move your hands, move your hands. And he slaps him and he punches him in the face. The guy that like ate the hot peppers in Dumb and Dumber and then died. That's what I remember him from. He's in that movie. and uh, Yeah. He admits he's a bad person and needs to change after Steven Seagal kicks the shit out of him. Right. I had something else. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I need. I just need Steven Seagal to come over here and kick my ass. Then I'll start going to the gym, quit smoking, start eating right. <laughs> Steven Seagal diet. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to hit on were some quotes of his. Uh, Steven Seagal quoted, I'm hoping that I can be known as a great writer and actor someday rather than a sex symbol. Wow. wow. Mm. <laughs> he is so humble. I think, okay, so. I don't know. This doesn't give any. When it was, yeah, but when was he in 1995 when he said that? <sighs> Do you think? Did right you guys see these movies as kids? I remember my dad watching Steven Seagal yeah. movies, and that just confuses me. I'm like, was my dad a Steven Seagal fan? I vaguely remember that. Did you see the show where he was like a police officer for a while? They just like gave him a badge because he's a movie star. Like, Apparently, he, um, I didn't write this down, but I was reading something. He was actually... He was, he was living in Louisiana. It was a ride-along thing, wasn't it? No, he, he actually was, like, a sheriff. But, yeah, I remember that show. It's ridiculous. Like, for real, like, they gave him a gun and a badge, and, like, That's, here's Steven Seagal, like... How can that be legal? It's like, to, given um, Tom Hanks, like, letting him fly a plane because he was Sully, and... Yeah. Why, they're just, like... I, I know he's an actor, right? Like, I think he actually, like... Did he go to school to become a police officer? Like, did he get a criminal justice degree? I don't think that... I think they probably just gave him the badge. They're like, hey, man, you're Steven Seagal. It's Alaska. They're like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> people are in the <laughs> hood. Louisiana. Yeah, people in Louisiana are... Right. I thought it was no, Alaska. Wait, wait, we don't want to well, call I was people from Louisiana. Like, we don't want to They're going to be fans of yours, Steven Seagal. Saints suck. Go Packers. Go Packers. Uh, Perform his duties as a sheriff. How did this happen? You probably edit out the last 15 minutes of this podcast. No, I mean, I edit all this. so Or I might just leave this all in. Nobody really cares. Uh, The late 1980s. All our 33 listeners. (laughs) Jefferson Parish, longtime sheriff. Harry Lee asked Steven Seagal to train some of his deputies in martial arts. After the success of the classes, Lee asked Steven Seagal to join the department as a reserve deputy. So he's a fan of the movies. He has them train the guys to break some wrists. All of a sudden, he's a cop. Well, I mean, apparently how he came to fame was he owned a dojo in Japan 
and one of his students was a producer, and that's how he got founded. Seagal? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the internet. I don't know how much I believe, but he was like one of the first white people to own a dojo in Japan. Where did he get the money? I mean, he's from Michigan. Huh. Lots, of, lots of sketchy stuff here. I'm not sold on this guy. I, just, uh, uh, I don't know. He's from Michigan. He is from Michigan. I don't trust anybody from Michigan. All right. Uh, you guys ready for another quote? Mm-hmm. Sure. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've worked hard. I have no fear of death, and more importantly, I don't fear life. <laughs> Who that's fears like, life? This sounds like a Zap Brannigan or Donald Trump quote. <laughs> well, you know, he was part of the, uh, I want to say he got it on the Me Too stuff, or, well, he was sexually harassing women long before Me Too. I mean, there is... But he, um, I think specifically, the woman that jumped out of the cake in Under Siege was a Baywatch star, and she said that he wanted her to, like, perform private dances in, like, her bathing suit or something where he got a little grabby. I think that's all documented. I wouldn't just make something like that up. Am I making that up? No. Uh, there's a lot of... A lot of accusations <laughs> against him. Uh, he's involved in apparently sex trafficking. Okay. Somebody accused him of being an actor once. <laughs> hi <laughs> We got him. <laughs> Singer. You hear that, Steven? <laughs> uh, I've always tried to avoid politics because most politicians that I know are quite dirty in terms of human human dignity, ethics, and morals. Uh, I love Russia. Some people, some people love Africa. Some people love Mexico. Some people love purple, the color purple. I love Russia. <laughs> I'm not scared to say it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, that is... He's colluding! That is the best quote. All right. Some, Some people, people love purple. purple so, the color purple. <laughs> I love Russia. North Korea has Dennis Rodman. Russia has Steven Seagal. Yeah. Right. So, I mean... Why isn't there a Seagal-Rodman movie? That makes now sense. we're talking. Yeah. Rush Hour 5. We need oh to get the really right figure out. Now you're talking. I wish you could just go down a list and name off some of his names from his movies. Oh, I could do that. I'm going to just name off a couple of mine that I just keep... I, we were talking about this the other day, and I want to say one was Gino Fellino, <laughs> Mason Storm, Casey Ryback. He was... The, uh, the, the chef who no one beats him in the kitchen. It out for justice. He was Gino Fellino. Excellent. Hard to kill. He was Mason Storm. Mark for death, he was John Hatcher. Above the law, he was Nico Toscani. I mean, he keeps on saying, I think, that he is from Italian descent, but the internet has disproved that over and over. One, he's from Lansing, Michigan. (sighs) Two, his parents, I think, are Jewish and from Russia. His parents were Jewish? Uh, Either his parents or grandparents. And he's from Russian descent? Yeah, I believe. I wonder why he lives in Russia. Is he a Communist? Probably. In the Onion movie, he was cock puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Not other names really speak out. Um, Alright, I mean, we're at like half an hour and that's what I was planning. You guys got any more? What else can we talk about? There's something, something real interesting. I mean, he's, it's almost like a Jason Statham thing where you see Jason Statham in a movie, you know what the movie is. 
when you see Steven, Steven Seagal in a Steven Seagal flick, you know what it is. Right. It's not going to break the mold and have some coming-of-age tale about it's him. Comforting. It's, it's comforting to it's, just have that reliability of it, action. I don't have to pay attention because I know what's going to happen. Also, I just, for some reason, I have this image in my head. You remember the, like, that pole that Bruce Lee works on, uh, trains with, that has, like, all the rod, the the wood, the knobs sticking out, and it turns and he spins around? I just imagine Steven Seagal doing that with a Euro spit. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, shaving off pieces of Euro meat and eating them. All right. Uh, well, since uh, we've tried to focus on video games, I thought we could end with some final uh, final thing. Uh, the Steven Seagal video game that never came out. What? It's called The Final Option. Uh, it was being developed <laughs> in 1993 for uh, Genesis and SNES. Jeez, okay. sounds like some Third Reich shit. <laughs> but it never came out. Uh, well, apparently it's downloadable and you can play the beta. Um Thank you. You can play the beta? Yeah, I think there's only one level. It's just he wields throwing knives and a gun, which can be fired. For what console? It was coming out for Genesis and SNES, but it never never came out. He was in movies with like Michael Caine, Tommy Lee Jones, Chris Christopherson, like some big names. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. But were those and like you actors th- big then? Well, well, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones was really that big. Like Gary Busey and like I don't know. I, I just mean, think this like, was you know, the rise of Tommy Lee Jones, early nineties. The rise of Tommy Lee Jones. Um, you know, I think most people just kind of go away, like they make their money, and you know, once they start becoming a joke, they kind of just recede into you know. Not making movies for us for life, but he just sticks with it. Basically, he made seven movies last year. Yeah, he's, he's just like the prototype. He just shows up, makes money, and like part of me could make fun of him forever, and part of me is like, "Good job, dude." That's I, deep. I don't know if he <laughs> makes money. Is in touch with reality? Okay, well, he's that's making money. Point. I mean, he's got his own. I mean, how many essential oil and energy drink lines do we own? <sighs> Zero. Well, I don't know what his net worth is. I don't know anything about him <laughs> other than he fights in a slapstick manner. He can barely talk, and he's a sharp dresser. He usually wears some beads or something around oh, his yeah, neck. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of beads. He's got a lot of beads and trinkets. <laughs> Stabs a lot of people. And uh, what's the one with Marlon Wayne's uh, The Glimmer Man? Is that your favorite? Um, he, why do you keep on? He yeah, he prescribes. He self prescribes. Marlon Wayne's get some deer penis for his erectile dysfunction. That they never really say erectile dysfunction, but when his house burns down, he find that Marlon Wayne's bought a whole case of deer penis from the ordinance <laughs> store. He has that dynamic where he always has to have a black cohort. This is DMX, Ja Rule, Marlon Wayne's. I don't know why he does that. Because I think he's in with, like, the... What's the Frank Davis, I think? He's in with, like... If he went to, like, the inner city, everyone would be like, dude, Steven Seagal is the shit. He was in the movie with DMX. Mm-hmm. Like... So were they trying to move 
his movies more to the African American crowd. That's, that's not the same. Like, uh, is it more a like diversity thing? Like, like he was Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry. <laughs> Hit the dice. Yeah, I think we're good. I'm pretty drunk. Are <laughs> <laughs> you okay? <laughs> like, well, uh, uh, hey, let's not talk about that. I might okay. show this to my coworkers. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining me this week on the video episode. You know, just trying to keep people involved, keep it keep it going. Um, I really want to watch Steven Seagal movies now. Yeah, well, let's let's turn one on. Okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can join us on Facebook um, at Ready Fight Podcast. We're on Twitter at Ready Fight Pod. Uh, you email us at Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail. I want to thank. Uh, Subbing host Pat and Kyle. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. I want to thank David of Tape Benders fame for supplying our theme song. Uh, thanks. Bye. Bye now.